I'm Ron Algar-Watt, and this is More Bits. Nathan Lajeunesse is easily one of the most talented people I know. He's a regular voice actor on my sketch comedy podcast, Sarcastic Voyage, as well as a hell of an artist, and he's currently studying to be an animator. By the time you hear this, in fact, he might be finished with those studies. Nathan is also, as it happens, transsexual. When I first met him in early 2012, he was, as far as I knew, she. When he came out to me a couple of years later, I tried my best to be accepting, supportive, and understanding. I've been having a little trouble with that last part, and Nathan very graciously agreed to help talk my ignorant ass through it. So yeah, like a, a couple of months ago, I came across, uh, it was actually a fairly serious list of uh, like five things you don't ask your trans friend. And that's stuck in my head. And I wanted to just, oh God, I need to find that again. I need to make sure I don't say any of those things. Because <laughs> that's um, bad. Well, that's like, uh, is that like things you don't say to your trans friend? Or is that just things that you don't say to trans people? Because there's, there's a difference between what is polite amongst if you meet someone and you find out that they're trans in conversation, that's no, different from like your friend who like, you know them, you know them before. It's not like you're going to randomly out me because you just like have just encountered me as a person. No, I understand what you mean. I, I Googled to find the list just to remind myself. And there are two separate sort of sets of like, don't do this, even though it's your friend, please don't say these things because they, they're not, they don't like that. And the other <laughs> one is uh, don't be an ass in public. So they were separate things. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's different too because uh, everybody has different boundaries, right? Well, true. And if, like for me as a person, I try not to have any because because I I just want people to learn stuff. So if you have like if you want to be if you want this to be like the ask a trans person all the questions that you're not supposed to. I I'm cool with that. If there's something that I actually don't want to answer, I, I can I guess well, it's... aside the question or tell you why I don't want to answer it, because then you know like you have some some basis for why that would be an uncomfortable question. I, I I the thing is I followed the logic of of you know all the stuff that I found. Like yeah okay obviously don't just don't go asking people about their genitals. It's not even like. That that you don't have to just apply that to your trans friends. Maybe don't do that to anyone. <laughs> hey Matt, how's your dick? Maybe maybe don't do that. Okay, but we do that all the time on Twitter. <laughs> uh, okay, that's true. How's your butt? Yeah, well that's different though. Everybody's got a butt. Right, and your butt's not going to change. <laughs> uh, actually, it has. Well, I mean, I'm, I assume there's more hair. Yes. <laughs> but, you know. Also, shape. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Now, the thing is, like, I've always tried to think of myself as, you know, like uh, the, the open-minded guy. The, the No, no, I would accept, you know, if I had a friend, blah, blah, blah. But it's always this sort of abstract, like, I've never known anyone. I've never even known a friend of a friend. Yeah, was... I neither neither have neither had I really. Really? Until I started looking into it. Yeah. Well, I, I hadn't met anybody that I knew of that was trans until, like... Um, the same month that I came out, I think. Really? Because uh, yeah. just because you travel in in circles of of you know, oh God! See now it starts. Am I allowed Queerness. to say? Am I allowed to say queer? <laughs> well, I am queer, so I'm allowed to. Yes, you are allowed to. Am uh -huh. I allowed to? That's my point. 
I think so. That's the kind of thing I was concerned about because yes, you <laughs> say it freely and it's like, oh God, but, but is, does it still come off as, as like really insensitive if I say it? Or is that the label that I'm supposed to use now? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm queer. So. Okay. But can I say that? You or does that come that off I'm more queer. like queer? No, well, it depends on how you're saying it. Fair you're not enough. saying it derogatorily. No. And I have identified to you that I am queer. So if you are saying to someone else, oh, yeah, I know that guy. He's queer. That's cool. Okay. But My if point... you're saying, I know this person who has been with guys and girls and whatever, and you're calling them queer to someone else, but they have never actually identified themselves that way to you, probably don't use that word. I suppose that makes sense. I, I just, I thought you sort of traveled in circles with people who were sort of more fluid with their self-identification and more fluid with their sexuality. And like, it seems more likely that you would have encountered someone than, than I would have. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, I think maybe I met in passing once a person okay. who was trans and never actually spoke to them. But <laughs> yeah, <enough>. that's... <laughs> Like, and I'm not saying, oh, I've never met a gay person before. Like, no, my, my brother is gay. And, yeah. <laughs> and he's brought lots of little boys home. Like, <laughs> met plenty, like, plenty, plenty of little gay boys over the years. Yeah. Um, but I, no, I've just, to my knowledge, and also sort of the people I've known sort of third hand, like, knew someone who knew someone who knew someone. It was always like, man to woman, always. Like, mm -hmm. woman to man, I am almost completely unfamiliar with. And, and mm -hmm. so... When when you came out to me, it wasn't so much I was surprised for you. It was I was like the, it, my selfish reaction was, "Wow, I've never seen one of them before," <laughs> which is a horrible thing to think. But <laughs> yes, well, you can't control your immediate thoughts. No, I, my my main reaction was, "All right, what, <laughs> whatever you say." <laughs> yeah, and then then I was on to yeah, but what about me? <laughs> 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 yeah, who's going to do all the voices? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very inconsiderate of you, by the way. <laughs> we really had you down like, okay, you got you got this range, like, perfect. Yeah. I got Sorry. all these lady voices taken care of. And then, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to start taking testosterone. Oh, you, you, uh. <laughs> you uh, yeah. mother chunker. Wait, I can't even call you, like, uh. <laughs> these these are all gendered uh, uh, insults. I can't even use them now. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, it's my quest in life to um, make accessible a plethora of ungendered insults. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a, a noble goal. Yeah. I, uh, you just wait until I get my queer cartoon company set up, and we're gonna change media. Uh huh. <laughs> It's good to have goals. It, that's true. Yeah. I, I hope you were more successful at changing media than, than I have been. Uh, <laughs> you're still working on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> my, my just general, like, uh, the way I want to approach this is really, like, <laughs> I'm what's wrong with the world. I'm the 40-year-old straight-identifying white guy. Like, I, I'm the one you need to explain to and convince and then it's easy for you know like then it's all downhill from there you know what i mean like mm -hmm. like we're we're the most ignorant ones yeah i don't know you're a very open-minded person I, well i appreciate you saying that but i i like to think that but when i really start thinking about it no i'm not <laughs> um i don't know there's different levels right there's people who have never thought about it 
So, like, if somebody comes to them and they have to figure out how they feel about everything in the world because they've never actually considered it, and then their kid comes up to them and is like, I'm trans, they're like, what the shit? That's not even... Is that possible? I have never even thought about it before in my life. So they have to figure out all of that while also trying not to be a dick to their kid. Well, how does that work out? Yeah, it doesn't work out very well. No, you, you've you been very fortunate. Like, yeah. as far as I can tell, your family has been incredibly accepting and, and gone with, you know, everything, right? More than I even thought. I just, like from what I from what little research I've done, it seems like your experience is unique. Yeah, totally. And it's with my family and with um, access to like healthcare and stuff. Mm-hmm. There, there, I could have not been luckier yeah. in in any way. Like it's ridiculous, and I <laughs> I feel bad because I don't know any other person that I've talked to because I've come in contact with a whole bunch of mm-hmm. um, like trans identified people um, since I came out and started transitioning and stuff then um, there's nobody that I know of who has had such a smooth ride as I have but so see, I, f- <laughs> I feel really lucky I, d- I don't know that you should feel bad but that does maybe put you in a position where you can help the other people like you know what i've had a good you need some of this come come over here and get more hugs you know what i mean like, yeah like there's there's a there's a way to spin that to make it good for you like okay i had it good this guy hasn't let, let me let me help him mm-hmm. kind of thing. yeah and i've been trying to do that like because whatever information i get i try and put back somehow so um and i've actually been talking to a couple of people who are thinking about coming out or just just starting on tea and stuff mm-hmm so I can, I have some knowledge, but with that is like, I can tell them this is how it went for me. And then if that's not how it goes for them, then like, it's always going to be worse than how I, how it went for me. But that's, I mean, that's true of any life experience. Like yeah. as, as someone who uh, experiences depression, like I can talk to other people who have depression, but my experience, my brain chemistry is unique to me and it might not be, you know what another person goes through like but you can still try mm-hmm. yeah like they yeah just have and to it's valuable it's very subjective like yeah it's totally it's valuable too just because like from talking with you about depression and stuff i can i have more knowledge so i can like think more about how i am yeah and, and, and whether on... that's the same or not then yeah it's just more tools but on that level, you can talk to three or four other people, maybe, that you know. And the, mm-hmm. I imagine the same with the trans thing. Like, you don't want to get all your advice and all your information from one source. Yeah, yeah. But if you're part of someone's, you know, collective, like, you know, uh, experiences or, or voices, then that's good. Mm-hmm. But I, my, my base questions are sort of the ignorant, like, uh, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about ones. Like, <laughs> because on, a, on, on the, the basest level, you are one of my favorite people. You are one of my close friends. You say this is how it is, and I say, okay, I love and support you. That's fine. But yeah. that that doesn't mean I know what the hell you're talking about at all. <laughs> and I told you to your face. I said, I, I cannot pretend to understand this in the least, but I yeah. don't need to understand it because you told me this is reality, and I said, very well. 
And, you know, that's why I can say to you that I think that you are an open-minded individual because a lot of people's reaction is not that. It's not, okay, this is what you say, so that's what it is. It's, that doesn't make sense to me, so I don't believe you. Okay, but I don't feel open-minded because when I really do think about it, a lot of it completely doesn't make sense to me. And a well, lot of it's seriously... Why don't we try and clear some things up? Okay. Well, like... <laughs> I guess the main thing, and this sounds so stupid, but how do you know? You don't. Okay. <laughs> That's the simple answer. I like, thought you were going to say that. Well, yeah, because, okay. Um, to really, like, the defining moment for everybody is different. Mm -hmm. But um, if there even is a defining moment, there's there's a there's questioning. So, like... Since I was, like, 13, I guess, like, puberty, when puberty hit, for me, it was, it was, that's when I started looking stuff up and things and, like, mm -hmm. questioning. So there's, like, there's that phase. And in that, that phase for me, it was, like, all of this makes sense. Like, when you look up the stuff and you read the things where it's, like, um other kids at the time you know teens mm -hmm. who are having thoughts about whether they are trans or not you when you read it and if you're reading it and you're like this makes sense this makes sense this is how i think all of this seems to make sense hmm wow that's interesting okay. if you're not trans you're not going to identify with that okay but when you're 13 you do that i, I don't know if it's the same with you mm -hmm. but you do that 50 times a day with 100 different things yeah, exactly. Because and that's just one of the things, just right? just opening up and you're just starting to have adult thoughts and you're like, everything that you sort of understand is suddenly like, yes, that's what I am. And then you read the next thing. And, no, that's what I like. <laughs> like at that point in your life, I would be, I'm not saying there's no such thing as a 13 year old. That's absolutely certain. But I'm saying it seems through my experience way less likely than you at 30 saying that. Mm -hmm. Did you, know you I mean? think that you were born into the wrong gender of a body when you were a teenager? Uh, no, but I definitely, there were some questions in my head in, in that direction. Yeah. But there were a million questions in my head in every direction, and that that one I didn't focus on any more than any others, mm -hmm. is all I'm saying. But the, I, I focused I will not on that one a lot, I, and yes. I think that might be the difference. If there's, if there's something that resonates in you, in, the, in that you you experience this like there's characters in like this is how one of the things where where i first realized that being trans was a thing mm -hmm. was reading a comic like i read a lot of web comics and um there was a trans person in the web comic and it was like holy shit you can do that like you could actually change your body your gender your sex or whatever and it was like wow Really? But see, there, there's another area where I would say you're fortunate because even 10 years before, even the... the yeah, that would not have existed. Yeah, not we're not a full generation apart, but there's enough of a gap where when I was growing up, the only media representation of any of that was laughs. It yeah. was, ha ha, this woman wants to be a man. What an idiot. Yeah. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I can't... And, I, and one of my notes here was, let, let's talk about, like, representation in media. I can't think of a lot of positive trans characters in, like... Uh, uh, mainstream media. There aren't. Yeah, you're talking about comics, which are sort of off the beaten path. 
It was, and it's webcomics too, so it's entirely yeah. indie, right? Yeah, so um yeah. That's how I that's how I found out like initially. Mm-hmm. Like then you then when you're thinking about it and you actually it's something when it's something that stays in your head throughout the back of your mind for all of existence. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not, it was like, at the time it was like, well, I can't do this because I don't have this amount of money and I don't have this and I can't tell my parents and when you're a teenager, right? So it was like, I'm just going to put all of that away. Like also all of your feelings about the uh, girls and the boys and all that. So that's the thing. When I was a teen, that stuff just, I, I tucked it away, right? And mm-hmm. I kind of lived my life. It, with the intention that one day I was going to be a man. Mm-hmm. So, like, when, you, when you're going to grow up, what are you going to do? Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be a man. And that was just something that was a fact in the back of my mind forever. But it's interesting that you put it that way, that you think of it as something to aspire to, not something that you already were and you were just sort of wanted your outward appearance to match that. Yeah, well, when every th- <laughs> it's a it's it's a way of thinking, right? Um, so for me, that's how I thought about it. Because um, I'm gonna call a spade a spade. I am in a woman's body, therefore I will label myself as that. Ha 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 ha. But one day, my body will be a man's body, and then I can call myself a man, and then everybody else has to believe me because that's what it will be, right? But but in your head, a lot of people don't don't think that way. Yeah, my, the way it's always been explained to me and the, the things that I've read is you already are. And all you're doing is is correcting everyone's perception of you to, to match that. But you you that's were born what, a man. You are yeah. a man. Your body is fucked up for some reason, so you're fixing it. Yeah, but um, when everybody is referring to you with female words and when you look at yourself in the mirror, that's all you see, then that's internalized, right? So it's like... I I knew that it was not right, mm. but I'm not going to go around saying that I'm a man on the inside, but nobody knows yet. <laughs> so that's how I was thinking to myself, like living in that existence. It was not like I called myself a man in my head because um, I couldn't do that. I, I, I don't know. That's just how it, how it worked in my head. Okay. So like um, there's people who know. Right. Like from when they're little, like when they're little kids, there's people who know. They're like, yeah, I I was born in the wrong body. I am a boy and I was born with a vagina and boobs. Like, mm-hmm. well, not boobs. You're not going to get that till later. But anyway, <laughs> there are people who know that from like the time that they're, they're children um, or they think that they knew that because this, this is like looking back, right? right? You can't, as a four-year-old or some four-year-old say that and then they go from there. But I, I don't know about any of that early childhood stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Because that didn't happen to me. So, yeah. And a lot of the adults who um, transitioned really late, they were, they grew up not, not knowing anything about that. So they don't know, they didn't know that they were trans because it had never been an option. So they, when you hear, there's a lot of people who hear the people who were sure from when they were little, mm-hmm. and and they think that, oh, well, I can't be because I didn't know when I was five that I was a man in a woman's body. So that I can't be, right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't know. And that's um, a barrier for a lot of people who are coming out late. 
because uh, the, the people who know, they're the ones that have the loudest voices. They're like, oh, yeah, I knew. I, I've always known, and I've known. And if you don't know, well, I don't know what to do with you. But there's a lot of people who did not know, and they don't feel okay coming out because that's the main story is the ones from the people who are sure. But there's a lot of people who are like, I, if I could go back in time and change how I was born, I would have not picked this one. Right. And that's what happened with me. Like in my in my head when I was growing up, it was like, ugh, transitioning is a pain in the fucking ass. <laughs> it's a lot of time and effort and horribleness and it's awkward and there's stigma. And but if I could go back and flip the switch, I would in a second. <laughs> okay, so what what changed though? What made it someday I'm gonna do like you know someday I'm gonna visit England, but. You know, yeah, yeah, one day I'm going to get off moment. my ass and find the money and do it. Like, what what <laughs> changed? Like, when did you finally say, all right, someday is now. Fuck it. I'm tired of this. Well, I spent some of the years of my life where I should have been adventuresome and bold and doing exciting things um, in a relationship that brought absolutely everything to a crashing halt mm. for seven years. And... Um, in that time I was not myself. So I, I had like, I was fake mask, total 100% depression, pretending to exist mm -hmm. as a person. And so it wasn't until I got out of that and like started finding who I was again, which is a weird process, mm -hmm. um, that it was one of the things that came back is, um, first it was like, I I was presenting very feminine and that was one of the first things that I started like mm, no this is not that's not me this is something that I put on and and um I went through kind of the same phases that I did previously it was like I'm a lesbian because I don't know what else to call myself I'm uh, bisexual because I don't know what else to call myself well, you, now you, and <laughs> you recently made the joke but it is also true that uh, you are have been all of the letters in LGBT which I think is fantastic <laughs> yeah <laughs> LGBTQ yeah right you have I been think, all yeah. of those things <laughs> but it stops there there's more mm. but I don't get those ones <laughs> Um, oh, thank yeah. God. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, there was actually like a defining moment where, where I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And that, that there's a lot of people who have that moment, but then they can't do anything about it still. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get like major like stress and stuff. And for me, that only lasted like a day <laughs> where, <laughs> okay. Um, it was, I, I was in the shower crying. <laughs> oh, cool. yeah, just, just an average day. Stories. Just I was having a cry in the shower. Sure, all all stories start like that, uh -huh. right? <laughs> it's the new Once well, Upon a Time. Yeah, so <laughs> I was having a cry in the shower, and um, I was like, "Okay." I I literally said out loud to myself, just because then I could say I literally said out loud mm -hmm. to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boy. Mm -hmm. I know I am. Um, what am I going to do about it now? Because that, that was always the thing. It was like, I, I know this, but I'm not going to do anything about it, so let's just keep pretending. Yeah. So it was like... 
But it wasn't like there was I'm a specific a, moment where enough was enough. It was more just like you were fi- trying to figure stuff out, and you're like, okay, this is a big unresolved thing. It's time to resolve this. Well, it was a. Re- it was. Um, it came to the forefront because I started going to some groups, like queer groups yeah. at UBC, and um, just discussing things and talking with other queer people who are having kind of similar experiences or stuff like. And it was just like brought up all of the things that I had squashed to survive mm-hmm. <laughs> um they all kind of just started floating gently back to the surface and then that's what prompted crying in the shower was when you can't fucking deal anymore right right so it was like um yeah okay so this is this is the big one let's address that and see what happens yeah and that then like it was like the next day i was hiding in a hoodie <laughs> On the couch, you know how it is. Oh, of course. That's how that's how chapter two of all stories start. Yeah. <laughs> Hiding in a hoodie on the couch. And my sister is like, what's wrong? And I, of course, was like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I live here in this hoodie. Mm-hmm. So she eventually wrung it out of me. And she's like, oh, my goodness. Oh, where's mom? So we had a... <laughs> How everything in my house goes. Right. Um, <laughs> so we had a family powwow, and I came out to my entire family. Wow. As trans. Um, yeah. Which was, it went exactly the way I ever could have expected, and was terrified that it wouldn't happen. <laughs> Which was that everybody said, really? Oh, okay. Um, all right. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Uh a lot of things make a lot of sense now <laughs> and <laughs> and we just want you to be happy which is the ideal situation yep. for anyone coming out in any way absolutely which i'm incredibly lucky and like i wish i could let everyone else have that experience because it's it's so nice. <laughs> I I imagine I imagine it's made what could have been much more difficult a little easier. Tons. The, the thing is, having a support system is crazy huge. Like it seems like it because it seems like I I I am aware of you know a, a few of your friends here and there and they all seem like pretty cool about it. So you know. Yeah. Also, well, there's a there's a difference between like my family. I live with all of them, right? right. So if I was in a house in a situation where people were not accepting, like, 100% accepting. Like, my family was, in every way that you can be good about your kid coming out to you, your 30-year-old kid that's living in your attic, right? you know, uh, <laughs> as we all are. Sure. Um, in every way, they've been amazing. But there, if there's people, there's people who are stuck in a living situation where their family is like, oh, yeah, we're, we just want you to be happy, but then they don't act in any way that they like they want you to be happy like if you're you come out to them and they just pretend that it never happened a lot of people will do that just because they don't know what else to do right my family was like how do we support you <laughs> let us know do you need to change your name maybe we can help you come up with one and what should we start calling you now do you what do you let us know and there was some awkward time where it was like i don't i came out but why you can't call me he yet because the children don't know oh yeah literally living with the pardon children would make it a bit more complicated well yeah because um 
like you like you could we told my niece she's four she probably was three at the time mm -hmm. so she knew me as a human right right and she was like looking at the difference between boys and girls because her her brother exists and they have different bodies right so so she knew me as a female person and so we talked to them like my sister was like uh nini is a boy now and uh, so we're gonna call him he is that cool and she's like yeah okay why he has boobies i seen him mm. like i seen his boobies right right <laughs> so, like so she she gets it and like some people she my sister's talking to her she's like some people were born with the body that is different from how their mind is and blah 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 and she's like she just accepts it and moves on she one day she will be able to process it as yeah, a, i was gonna say human. how do you intellectualize that at four i can't imagine she doesn't yeah. she just goes with what everybody else is doing and this, so that's cool and my nephew i'm not sure that he's gonna really be able to recognize that that was a thing that happened when he gets older how old was he, he when... was younger he's like two one he was like one and a half mm. two yeah so so you might anyone have a, a memory of briefly having an aunt so that's good yeah who knows I mean, the thing is, there are some people who need to get rid of their past completely. Right. So they they never were female in their in their present living mm -hmm. arrangements. So for me, I can't do that because I don't want to. I was yeah. I, I was just gonna ask, do you want to? Yeah. No. For me, no. I like I was in girl guides. That's fine. I'm a guy who was in girl guides because at that time, that's what they put me in. Right. So I I. I don't know. It's not going to be something that I want to be the first conversation that I have with every person I meet. Well, no, but, but for instance, if someone becomes your friend and friends you on Facebook and sees all the pictures that I have tagged of you on Facebook from when I knew you before, <laughs> they're going to like see, oh, wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I've untagged a lot of them uh -huh. just because they don't make me feel super comfortable right now. There's probably a time where I'm not going to be that worried about it, I feel like. In the future, well, it feels but... like it feels like the early part of this process is very much like uh, this sounds negative, and I don't want it to sound negative, but it's like mm -hmm. you're in the business of propaganda. You are in the business of no, you must think this way. Do not think this way. Think this way. Everything is like that, though, yeah. right? No, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad like, you, yeah. you take it that way because that's what yeah. I mean. I don't mean like evil propaganda. I mean like no, no. You're in the no, business no. <laughs> of presenting like this is the image. This is the version of me that you were meant to believe. Like and only this. Call me this use these pronouns this is what i look like yeah and that that at the beginning for for me was like really it's really important because mm -hmm. that's um the people that i meet now because i've had um there's like a shift change kind of with like the intake in my school mm -hmm. and so all the junior people like all the junior students in my 2d animation course they only know me as a person who has facial hair right so when i met them all they they met me and i i look more male now because of drugs right. <laughs> but the way that they met me was with a person with facial hair so like a lot of them i'm not sure if if any of them like first had questions but when i came out to one of them he was like whoa no way really <laughs> and that's gotta make you smile you know, in a way like yeah totally i'm, I'm doing but all right then if they, if they didn't even <laughs> guess good <laughs> Well, the the point of that is like the people that are in my class now, they met me when I was chubby, baby faced and all squishy and high voiced and stuff. I was only on 
tea for two months mm -hmm. when I started. So uh, not many changes happen. Um, so it was pretty apparent that I was trans at the beginning and people were calling me she and stuff. And so I had to actually tell them, like, I'm trans. You need to refer to me with these pronouns. Please do that or else I'm going to cry a lot. That seems exhausting. <laughs> it is, totally. And for some people, that that's how they have to live for a long time because they can't get access to drugs. Right. So for me, that was a relatively short period. It felt like forever at the time, but, you know, it's, it's actually really short. Right. But um, I don't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, I got I got it. I got it back. <laughs> um, changing people's minds. Right. Is the hardest thing. So people the closest people to you are the ones who are going to hurt you the most at the beginning sure because they knew you before they knew you as this person with this name and these pronouns and they have to change their entire mindset if they are a nice person they will do that relatively quickly um if they are not as interested in not hurting you <laughs> right then they won't um but then that's the that's the harder part is changing people's minds to see you as you want to be seen rather than presenting as you are now. Right. Yeah. It's the, the only, I don't even want to say difficult. It's not difficult, but the only, I don't know. The only, the only challenge, part, yeah, challenge tunity. The only challenge <laughs> tunity I've had is because we have worked together. Like we worked together extensively. You you worked for me as a voice actor for some time and did mm. quite a lot of very feminine voices for me. <laughs> and then there's this sort of transition period that we're starting to come out of where you, you had sort of not quite one or not quite the other. And now I'm starting to give you male roles because your voice is like manning up. But like in my head, because I'm listening to that old stuff and I'm thinking mm. in terms of the, the body of work, it's hard for me to say, like it might, in a way, be easier to draw that line and say, "Don't look past 2014," because it's just it's easier to to deal with the reality when you don't keep looking back at the old stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's hard. It was it, the. It hasn't been hard for me. I I have I'm I pat myself on the back for only this, mm. which is that I have not like I, I the misgendering. Like I've been really really good at like nope. This is this is like find and replace. Do not ever say this. Do not ever say this. <laughs> Do not call him the old name. Do not say yeah. her. And I've I've slipped not in your presence, but never once in front of you. And I'm I'm very proud of that. But <laughs> the thing is, you probably wouldn't notice if it happened, or you'd notice, but you probably don't hold it against someone who it happens to once. Like, well, no, no, that sucked, no. but that's gonna happen. Yeah, but it's it's for me, it's a it's a win because it's like that means I, on some level it must, I must be accepting this. That's cool. Um, <laughs> but but it's hard for me to look at something we did two years ago when you did it as the other name and I'm hearing a different voice. Yeah, it's easier for me to remember a different person did that and just say this was done by that person. Yeah, you are now a different like you you are a different person. I met you the day you came out and now you were like you were my new friend nate that i met that day <laughs> you know what i mean yeah 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 it's this it's it's funny though because when you look back at other people mm -hmm. there is entirely a different person yes at that time yeah and that's like the old version of your friend even if they're not a trans person no there's, there's, like an there's entirely people different like that person, that I'm, so. I'm that way yeah. with as well it's just more apparent yeah. to you because particularly vocally not, yeah, not so much visually, yeah. but vocally. 
Yeah. That that I just I it was it was hard, and it, it's not that it was hard to now think of you, uh, you know, as a man at all. It's mm. it's now to, it's hard to retroactively apply that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's hard to say that this role that we wrote for the girl reporter named Mary was played by Nathan. <laughs> no. I mean, yes, but no, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, that's yeah. the only mental difficulty I've had with any of this. It's not an acceptance thing. It's just the, the logic doesn't track in my mind. Yeah, it's because it's strange. It is str- <laughs> it, it's all strange. But yeah, but I think the key is not thinking of strange as bad. Yeah, yeah, totally. Strange is good. I, I, another <laughs> another thing for me though, and this is this is all me. This is all my stupid, like ignorant white guy issues. Mm-hmm. Is figuring out the difference between gender identity and sexuality, which are not the same thing. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> you said I'm a dude. I said cool. You said hey, that dude's cute. I said wait a minute, you're a dude now. Why don't you just like chicks? And then my then I said <laughs> wait a minute, that's stupid. Why would what what? But that was my first reaction. Is like, no, no, you want you want to be a man because now heteronormativity is that how you? That's heteronormativity. Not, yeah, yeah, is is a thing now, right? Like, no, you can still be in this fluid, maybe men, maybe women, bisexual area that doesn't change, right? Like, they're yeah. different things. <laughs> I think it's because trans people get lumped in so much with, you know, uh, gay, lesbian, bisexual, like. Mm. You, you see that that acronym so frequently you start to think of that as a sexual thing and not as a gender thing you know what i mean yeah and a lot of people are not happy with that because it's totally different right and i it's but i appreciate totally you have similar goals and you have it's it's good to stick together because you your experiences can often be similar and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing but yeah they're absolutely different yeah yeah and that's um that's a challenge for a lot of people. Um, also, um, when you actually transition, there's a lot of people whose sexuality kind of changes because you're trying to figure it out mm-hmm. again from a like a different perspective. So I don't think my sexuality has changed much because I have such vast preferences that what well, seems is, like you've always allowed yourself to be open to this is what I'm attracted to and and it doesn't really depend on your self identity right yeah there is also the fact that I can't even imagine how I would go about having a relationship with anyone right now <laughs> okay but that's that has nothing to do with any of this that's like <laughs> that's personal issues and that's probably baggage from your relationship you mentioned and no no not necessarily i just mean like um being a man in many ways except for the ability to have sex as one okay like standardly i can't i can't brain how okay but <laughs> i don't know so i know and that that's probably a challenge for when i actually find somebody who wants to have a physical relationship but, but with i mean me. <laughs> d- with, without getting you know graphic you still mm-hmm. you're still capable of orgasms right mm-hmm. well then you'll figure it out yeah <laughs> i mean you as long as you haven't lost the ability to to have pleasure in sex yeah you'll figure yeah. it out <laughs> yeah yeah but it's also a barrier to having relationships with other human beings that might become intimate because it's like i can't even think about how to do approach that subject so maybe i'll just try not to have affection ever Mm. 
<laughs> That's healthy. Yeah, sure. I don't. Well, I don't know. Sure, like, why not? Like, maybe you're not dating right now or whatever, but you are meeting new friends all the time. You were one of those people who makes new friends easily, and and that's one of the things I like about you. Do, <laughs> do when you make a new friend and and you become close with them, not necessarily romantic close, just close. Do you feel the need to tell them? Do you do um, you have to come out retroactively, or do you just say you met me as Nate? I'm Nate. We don't need to talk about it. Uh, well. I have on my Facebook <laughs> okay. that my gender is trans man. And so, like, it's going to come up probably the first time I broach some sort of topic where, like, I was in Girl Guides or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, I'm trans or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's it's going to be like, oh, hello, my name is Nathan. I am a transsexual human being. How are, who are you? <laughs> like, were you born that way? Like, right. No. <laughs> But I mean, I don't, I don't know. It just feels like, is there, a, is there like a finish line where you don't ever talk about that again? Like I am, I'm cooked now. I am complete. I am, I am now all man and this never needs to come up again. Or is it always well, just part of your identity? That's what I was saying. You can pick, mm -hmm. right? There are some people who need that in order to mentally function. Right. So they, that's called going stealth. Okay. Because then you are always hiding. A part of your past. Okay, that's right. That, I see that, and that's not incorrect, but it sounds judgier than maybe it should be. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's true though, because if you are a trans person, you lived life in a different way before. I guess you, it's just modifying, but still, there's going to be some things where it's like you could not really have done that in this day and age if you are of this gender because so much of our society is based on whether you go on this side of the gym or that side of the gym mm -hmm. right so like in a perfect world you could just be who you are forever and not have to worry about that but like the way things were like do you know any like girls that were in beaver scouts or whatever okay i i, I take your point but yeah uh, i don't know there's like that I am so reluctant to compare anything I have gone through with anything you are going through because it is not remotely comparable, and I don't want to presume <laughs> at all. Yes. So that said, there's certain parts of my life I don't ever want to think about again. I don't ever want to, like, the, the town that I'm from, I hate it. I hate everything about it. I'm never going back there. I don't talk about it. I don't think about it. I have completely shut it off from my memory. I just, I mean... I'm not saying I never think about it because you can't not do that, but, mm -hmm. but I just, I don't, it, it's gone. It's, it's over. That is not me anymore. I don't acknowledge it. And that doesn't feel like I'm in denial or anything. It just feels like I moved on with my life and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm -hmm. And it seems like, again, that's not the same. And there's so many more issues to it, but, yeah. it, but yeah. I know that he, the human mind is capable of flipping a switch and saying that's, that was the old me. This is the new me. People do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you also know people who are from there, right? So sometimes it comes up. I suppose so. Yeah, so it's not like you've never talked about it again. So it's it's kind of a similar idea. I don't know. Again, I don't want to presume because there are a lot more factors, particularly when it comes to, like you say, your your experience growing up as a girl is very different than your experience growing up as a boy, unfortunately. Yeah. It shouldn't be, but it is. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, for me personally, I can't, I can't, do that it doesn't I sound don't like you entirely to. want to yeah no i don't want to so why would i 
put forth the effort of erasing my past <laughs> when I don't even want to. Right. But I can see it. I can absolutely see how it would be very different for other people. Like other people have been traumatized right. by what they went through, went through and they need to get rid of it or else they can't like get rid of it in their mind right. to be able to move forward, which yeah, I totally understand. But for me that I don't, I don't need to do that. Well, and that, that implies that you're more comfortable with it in a way, because it feels almost like, and, and I, it, this isn't a judgment from me it just it feels like people who feel the need to do that feel the need to sort of denial is not the right word but sort of channeling the the concept of denial in a positive way and just it's called distancing yeah like the, yeah it's the propaganda thing again it's this is the new reality and the old reality is is void now yeah and using that as a tool to to move on with your life isn't necessarily a bad thing not at all no, I would I would never imply that. <laughs> well, no, no, I didn't. Some, I wasn't saying you were implying necessary. that. Yeah, yeah. I, what I was saying is, is calling it stealth to me seems like a like a judgment. It seems like you're saying, oh, you guys are not like embracing the, you know. It's uh, it sounds like you're saying you're in the closet. Ah, uh, I see. And closet definitely has connotations of yeah. Why aren't you yeah, out? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. But I, I I don't know. I could be I could be reading into that wrong. I don't know. Well, um. There's an aspect of that where it's like going stealth, people could find out, depending, like, if you have scars mm. that are very specific, and if you have different genitals and somebody is touching them, <laughs> hopefully you are close enough that you would be able to have a conversation about it, but um, there are some people who never want to have that conversation and they won't do it. Mm. Um, so, so there's an aspect of hiding yourself. I guess, to that. I guess what I what I was sort of implying was that you could do that without it being a secret necessarily, just something you don't want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's what I mean. Where it's not for me, it's probably not going to come up in the first conversation I have with someone. Right. For some people, it's probably not going to come up in conversation until they're talking about getting into bed together. For some people, the conversation is never going to happen for them because mm. they, they can't have it. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's everything about being trans is so different compared to every other person. Right. It's just like there's there's no way to do it. And that's why it's so fucking confusing trying to figure out how to do it because everybody does it differently. Right. Well, and, and as you sort of alluded to earlier, it's a very, like, binary culture. It's a very, are, mm -hmm. are you this or are you that? Yeah, And yeah. for you to now know, well, I, I am that, but right now I'm in this weird middle period. I'm way more that than I was. I am the other thing, but I'm still mm -hmm. not quite completely over there yet. Mm -hmm. And there's some people who maybe just want to be in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Like, who cares? Totally. Like, why, yeah. why do we have to pick one or the other? That's stupid. Yes, and there's a lot of people who are trying to find space in the middle in this binary world, and it's really tough. I imagine so, but it, yeah. in, a, in a weird way, that makes more sense to me. Yeah, totally. Because you're like, and, and this isn't to demean what you have done, you know what you are. Yes. But it's like, you picked a side, so you're still sort of supporting the binary thing. You're just saying, no, I'm, I'm one of these, not one of these. 
Yeah. And like, for yeah, me, that works. Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of people, it doesn't. Right. Yeah. But there's still there's still levels to it because like I'm never gonna be a manly man who's gonna go and like chuck up a car truck. Yeah. But on the the thing and wrench a thing and grease stuff. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though. You probably spent your whole life being looked down on for that. Uh, only because I grew up in a piece of shit place That's surrounded by saying. ignorant rednecks. I haven't no, experienced no, no. that at all since I moved to a, a you know, a civilized place. <laughs> yeah, but there's so many places like that, and that is the general... That's what all the fucking movies are about, yeah. right? Mr. Manly Man who greases the trucks, wrenches, and kills oh, sure. the guys I can think of with a million the AK-47s. About, about greasing trucks. Yeah, so many. Yeah. <laughs> whole genre. No, I know, I know yeah. what you mean. And I like, yeah. you got to be so, into cars and you got to be into sports and you got to, like, yeah. you know, ugh. But I'm. I, I watched am... a hockey with my dad the other day and whatever, that's fine. But I'm not going to be like, yeah, I need to know the stats. Right. Because I don't care. I have other priorities. But the thing about being a trans man is that I never had to grow up with that expectation of. What kind of man I was supposed to oh, be? Oh no, you had a whole and different still, set of expectations, which are yeah. worse in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, and your family yeah. seems cool. You probably didn't have bad ones, but you probably still had them from other, you know, other angles. I had pressures. Yes, everybody does. Yes, but that's not um, unique to you. But it is still no. a thing that probably made your confusion worse because, like, ugh, no, I don't want to be into pretty dolls and buy everything that is pink. That's stupid. Here's the thing. When we were little, I always got blue jammies. My sister always got pink jammies because mm. we couldn't have the same jammies or we would fight over oh, so your parents or whatever. So, all this. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was because that's what I picked. Right. Nicole always wanted pink. So I got green or blue or yellow or whatever. Right. Nicole always wanted pink. And so I was never pressured to, oh, well, we're getting pink ones for this one. We're going to get pink ones for this one so that we can pass them down or whatever. I never had that kind of pressure and i think that's that kind of it made me confused for longer because i never had to rebel against anything oh yeah so it was just like i just grew up and it was weird though because i i thought of myself as a tomboy mm. that's the word because um i thought of myself as a boy rather than like tomboy is what that meant oh i see but my sister, they called my sister a tomboy because she was gross and rude. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get that because she played with makeup and wore pink and stuff. And I thought, well, what What are you talking about? That's weird. Mm. Yeah. That that makes sense. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like it, it's interesting because the last time I saw you in person, like we live kind of far apart and we, we only see each other every couple of months. Mm. The last time I saw you in person before you came out was uh we we you you came with us to rose city we did a we did an event there and we <laughs> yeah had, we had adjoining uh hotel rooms and i i wasn't in the room i didn't see any of this but i heard it from the next room you were agonizing over putting on a dress you did not want to do it <laughs> and, like you, you you had this idea that you should put on a dress and then you you had a change of heart and you're like oh no i don't want to do it and you were, you were like like not freaking out to the point where i thought you were being ridiculous but you were kind of freaking out like yeah. Like sensibly freaking out, but still like, no, 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 no. And like at the time, I didn't think much of it. Like, oh, her. And then <laughs> and then like about a month later, you, you came out to me and it was like, oh, well, that makes more sense now. 
<laughs> this, that's exactly what my family said, if you'll recall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thing that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. But yeah, I did, that um, was really the only example. It just happened to be a recent example. Because I've worn dresses before. Yeah. And you know, every time I put on a dress, and this even... Oh, yeah, I was going somewhere with the when we were little thing. Anyhow, this kind of goes around to it. But um, whenever I wear a dress, I always felt like I was being naughty like why am i in a dress oh i can get away with being in a dress okay but Ooh. like like sexy naughty or like like this is wrong like uh it is is wrong in quotes like society looks at people who are wearing dresses like me askance. Ah, okay. You know, not like ooh, I feel sexy. It's like ooh, I'm pretty. Ha 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 ha! Fuck you. So it's it's more <laughs> like ah, I've got them all fooled. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. And well, and sometimes you just want to be pretty and wear a dress, whether you're a guy or a girl. I wish I could, but I'm six foot tall and very hairy and broad shouldered, and it just ain't happening. Well, there are ways. Mm. If you really want to be pretty, it could happen. And I'd have to shave off the beard. That ain't happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can wear a dress if you want to and feel pretty even if you have a beard. I'm not confident enough to do that. Uh, I, wish, well... I wish I was. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I wish I was. I know. I know. So, like, okay, when we were little, my sister had all these fucking poofy dresses and shit. Mm -hmm. And I wore, like, overalls and long sleeve shirts. Mm -hmm. And one day for, like, the first day of school pictures... I asked to borrow my sister's big poofy party dress mm -hmm. and I wore it. And it was just like, it was just this weird experience because I didn't wear dresses. So it was like, oh, look how pretty I am. Oh. But did you like it or did you feel really uncomfortable? Yeah, because like it was be fun. Okay. It was it was a fun thing. It was it was like, oh, I'm wearing my sister's dress. Look at how pretty I am. Ooh, ho, 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 ho. Like, it wasn't like, ooh, I feel like I'm conforming to gender norms. Ooh. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, of you course don't you didn't that. think that at the first day of school, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've had female friends who are just uncomfortable with the whole, like, like prettying up as you know as the standard female thing and not even they're they're not even gay like they're they're, yeah. they're straight women who just don't like that yeah so it's not and that doesn't necessarily mean a, a you know a, a gender uh, <laughs> like crisis. oh no this person is having gender identity disorder no, oh, no. there's i like no. a couple of chicks i grew up with just don't like wearing dresses and makeup because they think it's stupid and that's cool yeah it's kind of a pain in the ass yeah but they still like guys and they're very clearly identify as women. They just don't identify as that kind of woman because somebody said so. Yeah. I, so that's that's another thing that makes it so confusing is that a lot of things that are symbolizing whatever is totally different for another person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah symbols fuck it all up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard because that's how you parse things as a human. Yeah. Like, like, there's the anti-label movement, which I kind of get, but I also kind of don't get. Because, like, if you want to be able to communicate quickly, you need to use shorthand and labels and that sort of thing. And um, But some things cannot be communicated quickly. Like... I get um, that. Yeah. So, like, like the the people who say that nobody should ever have any labels and if you have nothing has any labels you can't parse anything yeah, as a human i mean just it, to use a symbol if if none of the cans in your kitchen cabinet had labels on them you wouldn't know what the fuck you were eating yeah like, but you need, there's you need also, a basic like <laughs> you also could have no labels on the cans um and then you just open it and look inside to see what's in it uh, fair enough 
I don't know. Like on the one hand, I'm I'm totally with you. Like yes, shorthand. Yeah. That is that is the sort of the social contract we've all agreed mm-hmm. that we're gonna be able to communicate without having to give you my fucking life story so that you know what my deal is, mm-hmm. I, which is slang for your deal. Um, <laughs> but on the other hand, um, I don't know. Every now and then I'll see like a list of like thirty different like this is what you 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 straight pigs should know. You should call <laughs> us this and us this and us th- oh god, that's exhausting. This hat. I'm not. I don't want to be disrespectful at all, but that's exhausting. It is, but when you find one that fits you, and that is the one, it it says everything that you needed to say for yourself. There is so much satisfaction in finding like, oh my god, that means that there are more people who are like me. I appreciate that for you. Yeah. And I'm not saying, oh, this makes it hard for me. The straight white guy that every like everything in society is geared toward making okay for, like no, I yeah. just what I mean is, I, I I'm trying, like I <laughs> don't don't get mad because I slipped. I'm I want it, like I want to help, but there's you know like you haven't done this at all, mm. and because I don't know any other trans people, I can't cite specific. It's mostly Tumblr, and it's mostly yeah. probably a very <laughs> specific kind of Tumblr post that I just happen to see every now and then. But mm-hmm. there's this weird sort of defensive, like, well, well, how can you not know this about me? Well, I don't know. Like, I have one friend like this, and he sat down and said, hey, here's my deal. Here's what I want. And then I did that. Yeah. <laughs> if you did that, you wouldn't have to get mad at me. There's um, a lot of people who are trying to communicate forcibly because... A lot of the time, people who try to communicate unforcibly do not get heard. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of people who are mad, which is it's justifiable. But that's not me personally. I'm glad that there are people out there who can do that because they will get heard. But do you uh, think, or they will get ignored because they're? That's the thing. Being... Do you think what they're saying will be absorbed because of the way they're saying it? I don't know. Don't know. Um, probably by some people. Mm. Some people, that's the only way that they they respond is by fighting about it until they get their minds changed or fighting about it until accidentally the people who are hearing the fight (laughs) pick a side. Right. Right. So who knows? The more talking about it, the better, I think. I guess it depends on people. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Because I I don't think I've ever had my mind changed by fighting. If anything, I will stick to my guns no matter what. And then after the fight, stop and think like, well, maybe they had a point, but I'm never going to (laughs) concede it at the time. No, 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 no. Who would do that? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. No, but um, I think all discussion has value. Some of it I find far more valuable than others, Mm. but, you know, I don't know. Well, I I just talk how I talk and they talk how they talk. And if I don't like it, I'll unfollow them. (laughs) That's fair. Well, but the the key is discussion. Discussion is a two-way conversation where you exchange Mm -hmm. ideas, not... I'm dictating to you what I think, or I'm dictating to you that what I think, you, what, you, what you're doing is wrong. That's not yeah. a discussion. Neither of those things are. Yeah. Are you going to go on Tumblr to have a discussion? No. God, no. Yeah. So that's why you get the yelling posts, because they're just screaming yeah. out into the ether. Right. This is my opinion. And if you don't agree with it, you are a fucking jackass. Mm. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm a self-hating <laughs> comedian, so I already kind of think I'm a jackass. Don't give me reasons <laughs> to think that. <laughs> Look, I know. Yeah, but if you wanted to learn more about all of the different um, 
intricacies of gender identity and whatnot, you could go and look it up if you wanted. I, and I don't the, want to. The fact that I know, so don't don't do yeah. it. But if you want to have a discussion with somebody who presents differently, then feel free to learn about it. You can probably ask them, right? Well, and see, the thing is that just particularly now that the internet is such a huge part of our lives, there's there's just too much information. Like like. I don't know, 20 years ago, if, if I'd seen a book about that, I might have wanted to read it. Mm. But now there's just too many things to know. And like, no, I I kind of have to pick and choose. I, I will learn what applies to me and I will ignore the rest. That's just how it mm -hmm. goes. Well, and also everything changes so fast. Yeah. But but like, what I'm saying like, is now that I know you, I kind of want to know about this. But yeah. <laughs> if I didn't know you, like, it's not that I don't care about trans people, but I don't know any. So what do I care? <laughs> Yeah, if it's not directly applicable to your life, why would you care? I mean, I will, I will, of course, support legislation that helps trans people. I would donate to a cause. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying, but, but on a personal yeah, yeah. level, I'm probably not going to educate myself if it doesn't affect me. That's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's with everything. Yeah, I think most unless people it's like something that. that you are interested in for some other reason, then why would you go out of your way to learn about it? I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. But you also seem cooler. Like, you are you. You seem to be with non-trans people the way your family was when you came out. You you seem way understanding about all this, which is you know, perhaps to my detriment in many ways. Well, <laughs> I, I I just don't have enough fire to get mad. So why? <laughs> I, that that also uh, comes with getting older. Maybe, yeah. If you had, if you had <laughs> sorted all this out completely at 18, you'd be fighting a lot more, I bet. Quite possibly. But you did when you were like 29 or 30 or whatever, and so it's like, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm already like, uh, it's just exhausting to fight with people. Fuck it. Dude, I've been old my entire life. I'm just, I'm just fucking exhausted who, by living. Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which of us is older. I don't know. Uh-huh. You're, you're in college, so I think I win. <laughs> that doesn't count. I knew a 60-year-old who was in college. Well, they're young then. <laughs> young at heart. Uh... <laughs> no, but it's interesting now because, I mean, it, it, does, it has changed my perspective in that I am now way more likely to use gender-neutral pronouns if I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Like before, I never thought about that, but now... I have a job where I deal with a lot of people that I don't see, like not yeah. sort of like customers, but not exactly, but people I don't directly deal with. And when I'm referring to them, like oftentimes they're like foreign names that I don't recognize. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I can't assume that's a man or a woman rather than just throwing he in there. I'm just going to say they. Yeah. And cool. I never thought about that before. That's good to hear. But it's, <laughs> but it's, it's a thing. I, I'm not saying, Hey, give me credit for this. I did a cool thing. What I'm saying is you have like, your situation has made me, think about something I typically wouldn't have thought about. That's cool. I like that. Hmm? <laughs> I want I want more people to hear that and, and think about it, it and make a decision it never for themselves. But but then also going like seeing what you were going through and now like you said, you're you're hopefully sort of on the other end of this, but but early in the transition period, getting people yeah. to use a new name and a new set of pronouns was, was tough for you. That is one tiny area where I can relate. Yeah, because yes. this is people think it's a joke. People think it's a oh, you're just using your online screen name or whatever. But for real, I've used this name that I use, Algar, for 25 years. Yeah, it's not <laughs> going anywhere. This is my name. 
And when I introduce myself to someone as Al and then they find out that's not my given name, they will look me in the eye and call me Ron. And it's just like, what the fuck, dude? I told you that's not my name. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not the same as what you're going through. And it's only a very small aspect of what you go through anyway. But but on that level, I can relate. There are some people who are just jackasses and will like just use it as a weapon. I, I told you this is what I am. Why would you? Yeah. Why would you do anything but that unless you were just trying to exercise some kind of power over me? Yes. Like, yeah, that's the only reason. Because <laughs> you want to assert yeah, your to dominance. Make you feel bad. Yeah. yeah. That, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Ah, it's just the worst. A lot of people live their lives trying to make other people feel bad so that they can feel better about themselves. Yeah. Those guys are dicks. Yeah. So it, as far as the entertainment thing goes, I wanted to kind of circle back to that. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that's gotten much better. Um, you mean like media in general? Yeah, just media representation. Like posit- I was trying to think of positive trans characters yeah. in mainstream media. And like actual characters yeah, or yeah, real yeah. like like actual characters. I mean there there are actors, but that's a different thing. I mean Yeah. I mean for a young person who is thinking about this to see someone on TV or in a movie or whatever and say, Yeah, me too. Like there there doesn't seem to be that. I know, I know of two examples. Okay. Um, they are both uh, in a video game okay. by Bioware. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the in like this is the first the first like actual trans character name big thing that I've actually heard of is Krem in Dragon Age Inquisition. So like the new one. Is that why is you started character. playing those games? No. Okay. No, I pl- I play those games because I want to make a character who goes and kisses everyone. No, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally different. Of course it is. Um, of course it does make me more interested in giving them my money when there's yes. positive representation in their media. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but also they're they're the video games allow you to have same sex romances and that sort of thing. So like that inclusivity is. That's the only thing that I've seen that has been that good at it. And while the thing is, while video games are way bigger than they used to be, I still wouldn't say they're full on mainstream. Like, like when I no. when I think mainstream, I think stuff moms are looking at. Yes, and there is examples of um, um, gay stuff. That's gotten better in the last ten years. Yes, but in the last five years, even yeah. um, where it's not like. Uh, a lot of the times it's still a joke, though, which is... It is. Uh-huh. And I honestly... I mean, it's in a comedy show, so yeah, I get it. But but still, like, it would be nice if in a regular show there are characters who are, like, of other orientations. And there are now. Yeah. In a couple of actual drama shows. Yeah. And so that's good. But, well, like, I mean, there's evil gay characters, Thomas on, I don't uh, even know. On, on that's... That's that's not what I'm talking I about, know. but yeah. On real TV shows, I know. <laughs> no, that's that's definitely gotten better. But as far as trans stuff goes, like there's that show Transparent that just came out. Yeah. Which at first I looked at that and I was like, oh God, the joke is that it's a man in a dress. Oh God. 
because it's, did you watch it? I, I, didn't, I didn't, but it. I read about it and I read reviews, and apparently it is not that at all. And I was completely yeah. wrong. And it's cool. They they did their research. They brought on a bunch of consultants. Um, oh, I think I know the, of this show. The, this is the one where they have actors who are not trans playing. Right, and at first it was characters. like, oh god, that's got to be in bad taste. But what they ended up doing was employing uh, on the crew. Like I think at least fifty percent trans people, something like that. Like some oh, yeah. some huge amount of trans people got work from that show. Cool. Like they wanted to cast who they wanted to cast, and I think they didn't mm. want to be limited to a, a narrow pool of actors. So mm. that's why they they cast you know whoever. But mm-hmm. but they employ a ton of trans people, and they have a bunch of consultants, and they they really wanted to get it right. And it's like okay, I I was wrong. That is that's very cool mm-hmm. because it it stars Jeffrey Tambor, who is uh, an old like he's like sixty or seventy, and he he did a lot of old comedy, very broad like. Uh, he's always played sort of a manly man, and I, I figure he was from kind of a different era, and he wouldn't get like he wouldn't be sensitive enough to that at all. Yeah, it's like no, he's, he's like from the take my wife, please. Yuck, not yuck. not quite that old, but he was no, in, he was in. Are you familiar with Three's Company? Oh yeah, he wasn't yeah. in that. He was in a spinoff of that, but it's that era okay. of like, haha, he's pretending to be gay, haha. Yeah. Like, ugh. <laughs> and I, th- I really thought he was from the old school that there's no way, but apparently it's handled very like sensitively and, and like still with some complexity and just supposed to be quite good. Cool. So that's, you know, one in a row. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> there is a show called The Switch, and I'm not sure whether it's actually mainstream TV, but I think it's TV. Like it might be a Canadian broadcasting sort of thing, okay. but um. This is a show that is entirely cast by trans people. That's cool. Yeah, and I'm I'm not sure if it's out or what stage it's in, but but um, yeah. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of um, indie stuff that that you can find representation in, which is what I found when I was growing up, right? Well, yeah, and I guess that's um, that's what you know my gay brother dealt with fifteen twenty years ago. Yeah, same idea. It was like. Uh, I guess this is the yeah. new, the next thing that needs to kind of start stepping up and being represented more. Yeah, that would be cool. Well, I guess also there's a character in uh, Orange is the New Black, but I haven't watched much of that, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's something. That's a Netflix original, so that's uh, not quite mainstream. Uh, everybody's got Netflix. <laughs> okay. I mean, Transparent is on Amazon, so, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not on. Okay, like, yeah. So TV. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not. It's not mom TV. Uh, I guess that's true. I don't know. You're my mom watches Netflix. Put on your. You're not gonna stick your t- cable television onto channel 12 because that's the only four channels you get and see representation. I, well, all right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that that's pretty much everything I wanted to cover. Unless there's anything specific you wanted to to mention. I don't think so. All right. Um, well, I thank you, Nate. I, I really appreciate it. I, I it's it's difficult because we goof around so much to sit down and have like a serious conversation for like an hour, and I'm glad uh, yeah. I'm glad we were able yeah. to because you cleared some stuff up for me, and hopefully we can educate somebody. Cool. Less stupid people is good. <laughs> I just like talking about myself. Well, so. I figured that. <laughs> Thanks for giving me a forum. <laughs> You're a creative person, of course you do. <laughs> This show was produced by me, Ron Algar-Watt, and featured Nathan Lajeunesse. 
Nate has very graciously extended an invitation to anyone listening to contact him if you have any questions or comments. He can be reached at atreeandacat at gmail.com. To learn more about me, visit algar.com. That's double A-L-G-A-R dot com. Thank you for listening.